now I'm just happy because I know what I like doing and I know I'm going to reach a certain horizon off, off my work. Like, How do you know? Consistency. That's that word. Persistence, being persistent and consistency will take you nearly anywhere. All right, all right, all right. How's everyone doing? Thank you so much for tuning in to Back to Your Story, podcast about real people and real stories. Today, we had on the legendary on Wheezy. He's an up-and-coming music producer. Uh, he makes really awesome music. Uh, you guys definitely have to check it out. He's got an awesome story. He started out in the tech industry, then found his way to LA. Now he uh, makes some really cool music. Uh, I hope you guys are ready for some fucking cool shit. If you guys want to, side note real quick, if you guys want to get sent something from yours truly, yeah, that's me, uh, text me, 661-276-8043. I'm starting this new communication between uh, my listeners and myself. I'll send you guys something cool. We're doing giveaways monthly as well. Uh, so yeah, just text 661-276-8043. And if you want to watch this instead of listen to it, head over to our YouTube channel. That's youtube.com backslash back to your story. Well, Without further ado, here's the podcast. Boop. From the land of mystery, where dreams become reality, always listening to stories from the past, the present, and the future. This is back to your story. Yeah, that works. Are you sure? Perfect. 100%. I thought- <laughs> <laughs> it All right, fuck it. Let it roll. Okay, let's get back to what we were doing. Um, so what's your story, man? Where are you from, bro? Okay. Where, 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 where's your origin story start? My origin story. So I'm, I'm Ethiopian. Okay. Uh, my background, I'm Ethiopian. Um, but I'm from Northern Virginia, uh, Falls Church, Fairfax area. Okay. So I've been there since birth. Till I was 18, and then I transitioned out to college in Pennsylvania. After graduating from school, um, I ended up going to North Carolina for work, then Texas for work, and then ended up moving here. Jesus, so, so you've been all over. Yeah. So yeah. I'll, 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 I'll break it down. Yeah, so, for, so wait, Virginia, you said you're Ethiopian. Are your parents from Ethiopia? Yeah. Grandpa- okay, all right. How did they uh, come to America? What was... You know, because obviously it's a different culture, different lifestyle, a lot of shit going on. Uh, If you could just kind of explain that. I I don't know how how my aunt and my mom did it. Yeah. My mom, my mom is a a G straight up. I I feel like I'm like 10% of her straight up because because of like, you know, the obstacles that they went through. Like, man, I've heard the the craziest stuff, but hey, they got it here. Um, She's sacrificing, you know, her life in order for me to propel. Let's be yeah. real. And then I feel like I'm going to be my last sacrifice for my family to actually propel. Like all the seeds I plant, hopefully for my sons and daughters, they take care of it and they offspring from it. Yeah. You know? I so, get that. Yeah. No, I love that. You know, it's so crazy because we don't, uh, I, I don't know, especially like our generation. How old are you? I'm 27. So you're 27, right? You're a millennial. I'm a millennial as well, right? And um, we just don't. The, the type of sacrifices that our parents made, right? Especially like your, you know, your mom and your aunt, right? Um, uh, and other families out there as well. It's it's fucking 
crazy because it's such a different time. And yes, all, you know, I know things aren't perfect. Yes. There's, there's crazy shit going on in the world, but it is the best time that it has ever been to ever be alive. Right. Even with all the chaos. Right. Mm -hmm. But, uh, the, the sacrifices from generations before is absolutely insane. And so for your mom and your aunt to come here to give you an opportunity of siblings. No, I have none. So, oh, wow. Um, uh, near the time of my birth, my dad got in a car accident. So it's, it was literally me and my mom throughout my life. Like so he she, passed away? No, no, no. He, okay. he went to vegetable state. Um, and my mom, my mom is caring. Like, I, I know where I got my energy from straight up because she, she never gave up on him, you know? So yeah. um, she's still paying thousands a month just, just so he could be comforted and you know, taken care of. And it's, it's wild. Like her love, her love for him is very deep. So, um, I know where I get my love from. Whoa. How long has that been? 27 years. She imagine like you have, you have a husband, like you have a husband that's a, a caregiver. Like he, he, he wants to do everything for you. He's like, don't worry about anything. Relax your feet. I'm going to take care. Of and this is, this is how he was. And it's thing it's crazy. Cause I met people outside of my family for, about my dad in like in, in Ethiopia, like he's saying that he's a legend and he he took care of me and he did this this that that this this. that. There's a time I literally was coming home, like I I flew in, I flew, I flew from LA to a VA, and my Uber driver kept looking, my Uber driver was kept looking up, like kept looking up at me, and I was like, I was like, yo, I do not want to be in here. But she was like an older Ethiopian lady, so I was okay. like, okay. And then she was she was like, what's your name? I was like, Anwar. You can see it from the app. She's like. Yeah, I, this might be crazy, but is your dad a brar, right? And I was like, yeah. He's like, oh. I was like, he's like, man, that's a very good man. I'm so sorry for whatever happened to him. He's like, uh, I, he's like, I had a very strong relationship with your dad. He took care of me uh, back home. He he made sure I was good. This is this, and I I don't lie. I was just frozen because I didn't even see my mom yet in like a year and a half, and that's the first thing that happens before seeing my mom. I was just like, oh, this is. Wow. This is like, this is heavy. So, um, yeah, I, like I said, I know, I know where my, my energy came from, like my, where, where love comes, like, like my style of love, um, how I care for people. I know, I know where it's, for sure. It's, yeah. It's obvious. That's gotta be so hard though, man, because you know, when I was 17, I lost my dad. He passed away from a massive heart attack. Right. Um, and I've met a lot of people that have gone through similar situations, but to speak with someone that your father is still alive, but in a vegetable state. Yeah. Um, and your mom is still caring for him, and it costs that much money. It costs a lot of money, man. It costs too much money. It yeah, I yeah. I, I fucking hell, man. Yeah. Um you know, I could say sorry, right? Obviously, but that it doesn't that's that's yeah, that's, that's that it doesn't matter, right? It's just it sucks. It is what it is, but you take that energy and you 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 grow from it and you learn from the lessons of how much your your father what he, he what he did prior and and your mom right you know, yeah. your mom does sound like a fucking g yeah. i can only think too like because my relationship with my own wife right if something happened to her like yeah i would do the same right i don't know maybe i wouldn't i don't know it's, it's crazy it's weird it's wild because um I don't know about the day and age we live in now. Um, we tend to give up very easy, very and it's true. not. And that's towards like a topic, like it could be a, a hot, like a skill set, uh, a hobby, uh, people, uh, business. It doesn't. It doesn't matter what it is. It's just 
maybe we like to test trial more. I don't know, but it's just, um, yeah, my mom is a G. She came, she came with my, with her sister, my aunt, with a hundred dollars to America. Wow, that's the American. That's that 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 that's, is that's, that's what it's all about. Yeah. So right? then that's why, like, me me and my mom, we we have um we have a different kind of relationship. She she just know, she knows that. She's my backbone, straight up. Like, love that. Like, but she doesn't. It's not like she gives me anything. She just knows. I'm like, she she's like this. She would tell me when I was younger that like literally, if I'm gone, you're all you have, and that, and it's the truth. It's not even like yeah. she's trying to scare like scare scare me or anything. It's just like she can only tell me this. She's like 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 an Anwar. Like like I love you, but once I'm gone, you have to kind of figure this out. You know? She's like I can just play chess for you you know what i'm saying but it's on you like so really really think about the choices that you're doing and navigate in a way that makes sense for you you know 100%. And, and just be truthful so as a kid i was i see myself i was a smart individual towards math i was a numbers guy i was an ap ib i'm a nerd you know Shit. yeah i did all that stuff i was you know so my mom made sure that i stayed in that path she was just like whatever you do stay in numerical path stay in this number path you know and she knew she's like she's like this is it so um when i was growing up i used to i used to sell so much stuff man i, I know people from virginia could, could back me up i used to have shoes to the ceiling i literally used to have like over 100 pairs of shoes at like 16 go. years 16 year old but then you would have to question like how is he making that money so yeah. like um i used to flip shoes flip 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 clothes i used to um i was a hacker i used to I hacked the create. I hacked T-Mobile when I was younger, <laughs> big time. I used to make made a lot of money from that as well. I used to flip, even as a kid. I used to flip burgers. My mom used to laugh. Like I used to, I used to bring people up like yeah, and I was like twelve at that. Like I already knew like in the mindset of hustling, you know. But now it's different because like I, I, I'm I was able to build myself in a way that gave me different choices of plans, you know. So now it's just like even if I want to test trial it. It's like, what am I going to sacrifice out of the, the blueprints that I've created to do something I actually love? So I get that. I get that. What do you think that's from though? Right. Cause like that, that hustle, that drive that is in some individuals and you know, unfortunately it's not in a lot. Right. And so, uh, is that from, you know, the, the struggles with your father and your mother and, uh, it, it is, but I'll be honest, I can't do, I can't do the same struggles that my mom did. Like I can't, can't work like in the beginning, I couldn't work at McDonald's for, 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 for every day. 60 80 hours a week it's yeah. not it's not happening like i can't do that type of work and that's throughout my time like the places that i worked at as a kid upton hill regional park um a laser tag place ultra zone like these, these places weren't they weren't mentally like stimulating no they're just yeah exactly they were mentally stimulating but you you, you have to push through it and that's her like i that's not that's not me like i yeah. have to be stimulated so even I went to school for computer science and mathematics. I got, I got, you know, I got great degrees. I could, right now I could stop what I'm doing. I could just work corporate, make six figures and block off the world. I could just be like, I'm done. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm just, I'm just gonna start my life. But instead I built that, but that's not what I like doing. So I'm going to be irked out. And that's what happened. My first job when I left college, I worked, for, I worked for Fidelity. I, I hated it. Damn. Isn't that I did, crazy? I hate, no, the thing about me is I'm not scared. Like I'm not a person that's going to drag myself, you know, years to find out. Like I don't feel good now. I'm not going to feel good tomorrow. When is this going to be fixed? You know? So like yeah. what I do is 
I, nav- I navigate with heart, but I still have to, it has to make sense for the situation. So I was four months in, I was like, oh my goodness, the management doesn't know what they're doing. Uh, I get it, everyone's entry level, but they don't even know, like, like what are you gonna do? Have, have eight people on, um, among one team and have one person be the BA, the software engineer, the QA. No, man. It has to be even balanced. So has to be. It didn't make sense for me. I told them I don't think it's a great fit for me. Uh, we did a mutual agreement. I disconnected. The next day, I end up talking to this manager, David, legend. He's he's a legend because he's one he's one of the low key. I've never mentioned him. He's one of the people that tried to push me out. Like he, he's just like, bro, you do not belong in tech. Like he's like, I get it, you're a smart guy, but try other endeavors. For him, he wanted me to be a motivational speaker, and he's a guy that was a director for Microsoft, transitioned to Rackspace, made smart moves in Rackspace, and now he branched off. I, I think he's a writer. He's just, he told me, he's like, long-term, I just want to be a writer. Like, I just want to write stuff about my journey and just, you know. Follow his heart. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he told me, he's like, man, you're a smart guy. He's like, I get it, money here, but you can sacrifice right now, you know? So that's what it's about though, right? When you're younger, right? Exactly. Take, so, the, take those, take those opportunities, man. Yeah. It's so, like so many people, um, when you're young, right? You, you have the ability and the time to fuck up, right? You can make those decisions or you can reroute and you can do that at any time in your life. But when you're younger, especially, uh, it's, it's a lot easier, um, you know, when you, you go back though, for you, your story, when you, you were a kid growing up in Virginia, right? Yeah. Um, what was that like? I mean, what was it like growing up in Virginia? Uh, because. Okay. Um, you were, you were a hustler, right? 12 years old, stacks yeah. of shoes, all that yeah, shit. But, but I, I didn't care. I didn't, it's not even like, I didn't, I didn't care for it. Like I didn't care for money. I wasn't, I couldn't, like if you knew, if you knew me, you knew, like literally anyone could say and our smart kid means the absolute, like he doesn't want anything from you, just likes to be there, like just energy wise. And it's just because if I'm being real, I was an only child. So like, I didn't like being home. I, I, I can say I appreciate over a hundred families that brought me in, in Virginia alone. Wow. That would just be like, yo man, you know, cause my mom is working 24, like she's working her, her ass off. Yeah. Let's be real. Like she's work. She, she, her is like survival mode and have a son. Yeah, I can't. There's, there's no, there's no, there's no fun here, you know. And that's the sacrifice I'm talking about. And and my sacrifice is completely different. Like, it's sad. Like, I, I like. Hopefully, I have like seeds, and a legacy is brought into life. You know, like, and it just, and it just continues because I'm the last seed. Let's be real. I'm the, f- I'm the first and last seed. So, potentially, right? If you have uh, kids, you're not, you're not the last seed, exactly. right? Exactly. Right? So, so it just it continues to go on, right? So yeah, that's 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 what scares me the most. It's not. Um, yeah, man. But you you had a mom that was working twenty four seven, right? You you had a father that was in the state that he is in, um, and you're you're an only child. You know, I, I this is not something that you know I think people talk about a lot. What is it like? You know, it, take take everything away, right? Your 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 mom working her ass off, your dad, right? You being an only child. What is that like? You know, I grew up as a middle child. What what is it like not having siblings? Did you want siblings? Did you, um, man? That question's different. It's like this. I, I, I myself wasn't ready to see my mom with another person for another sibling to happen. You know, so yeah. Um, and I don't know if that's just a greedy route of myself thinking, which is which isn't which isn't right. If I'm being real, but um, 
it's understandable. I didn't. I, I never brought that in her mouth. I never. I mean, like, I never. I never told. Like, brought the idea of anything. It just it was just one of those things that like she has me and I have her, and it was just that. Yeah. I never. Um, yeah, it would be nice to have a sibling, you know. But it it is what it is. It's life. Like yeah. um, me being an only child, I was able to just you know be by myself and like understand myself in certain traits. But then then again, I'm still upbringing myself. So there's a lot of holes that are missing. A lot of holes. And it's crazy because I'm 27 and I'm, fi- I'm filling up, I'm filling those holes now. Like me as a seven-year-old, eight-year-old, nine-year-old, there's certain things I missed because it's not like I haven't, I wasn't taught. It, it's just sometimes it got to be repetitive or sometimes uh, you need a guide. You can't, you know? And, yeah. and my mom, that's the, like, that's the sacrifice. She had to, she has to work. Like she has to make sure I can eat and I can sleep. Everything else, she's like, Sun run, like literally keep going. You got to just, whatever you're doing, just so game. You already know what you're good at. Navigate off that, you know, and. Don't look back. Yeah, don't look back. Exactly. So when I, when I first left, <laughs> this is the crazy part. So my mom, okay, college, I didn't, I didn't decide computer science. <laughs> really? No, I, I decided nutrition. My mom, my mom, <laughs> my mom decided computer science. She's like, good one. Like, it was like one of those things. She's like, she's like, oh, like my first time coming back, I was like, yeah, mom, I'm going to do, you know, I, I want to be a nutrition major. She's like, oh, chef, you want to be chef, hobby? No, computer science, too expensive. <laughs> she's like, you're, you're having way too much fun there. It's not, it's not. And then I'm like, damn. And I'm really thinking about it. I'm like, damn, let's be real. I got to do computer science. So I do computer science. I remember my first year, I was like, yeah, mom, I can't, like this, this joint is hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Then she was like. She's like, she drilled in my head. She's like, what else are you doing? Like, let's be real. Like, you're living the life. You get to go to college. You get to discover stuff and stuff like that. She's Literally. Like, yeah, it's like, come on, man. Like, get stuff done. Then I was getting stuff done. And then I told her I want to add math. Then she thought backwards. She's like, no, 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 no. You're doing too much now. Like, you need, wow. to, you need to relax. I'm like, no, I'm going to do math too. And then obviously- in college too, I had certain individuals help me, like um, Joseph Charles, um, Daniel Stravelli, Chris Trophy. I just want to shout them out because yeah. without those three, I can I can comfortably say that it would college would have been a, a little more longer for me. I say at least a semester longer. So they 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 helped you out. They they tutored you, know, you. They did uh, whatever. Or it's not it's not it's not even too, it's it's just it's like it's not tutored because they're working too. It's more of like having having someone that understands the craft and you could just shadow off them you know yeah. so um dennis Stravelli was java that dude blessed me in programming for java he yeah i was like ah you know at first at first i was like i don't even know what i'm doing you know saying so this is crazy then he put me in position to understand certain things and i'm like okay i ran from that uh chaffee was more towards um systems uh programming and c he he but it was statistic. It was math. It was it, it was um, computational mathematics. It was it was a series of things that he helped me with. And life. I'll be honest. Like me and Chaffee, we had like life sequences together of like just. There's certain people that you just brush off of, and you're just of like, course. you're like, okay, like yeah, I needed you. You know what I'm saying? I, I needed this brush off. So, um, and then Joey Chuck, he was a person that um, he just he just blessed me. Just, just, just being there because he was a computer engineer. I was a computer science, but, he, but we we saw each other as like we're we're like me. I'm off. Like I'm completely off in my majors. I'm there's 99 percent Asians, whites, and, and um, 
Indians. Yeah. So uh, I'm the 1% black yes. major, you know, yeah, all my classes. And, you know, I, lo I loved it because it's like they saw me as like a, a cool person to be with. And I'm seeing them like, wow, like you guys are bright. Everyone's bright here. Like, so you can only brush off. Like imagine all these shoulders you're brushing off off each other without. 100% man. Just just off learning. And it's not it's not like, oh man, oh, I'm brushing off you because I need like. I need you for that. No, it's just, no. Like, it's like, oh, you know this, he knows this, this, keep trading off. Yes. Then, well, that's life, man, right? Yeah. Because there's a saying, gosh, I always forget the guy's name, but it's, uh, you you are like the five closest people you surround yourself with, right? And it's not that uh, you are them, right? But if you surround yourself with a whole bunch of successful millionaires, right? what are you going to be? If you surround yourself with a whole bunch of, you know, down on their luck individuals, well, what are you probably going to be? Right? So if you are going to school, just put that in terms of like going to school and you surround yourself with, you know, these individuals, they're going to assist and guide you in, in, in different ways. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, one thing that you said is that you're, you're like the, the 1% black, right. Yeah. Going, uh, went what, State. you went to Penn state, right? Yeah. So the whole school is, Nine, still, I'm still one percent black, so right? So, and, and five percent. I'll say five percent. What, what, what to was, give them the stats. What, what, what is that like, though? Like, um, if you not not if you don't mind me asking, because I'm gonna ask it's the like, fucking question anyways. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like it's like this, man. Certain individuals could come into the situation and be like, "Oh man, no!" Like, if I'm black, they'll be like, "The school should be dominant black." I want to feel like I'm welcomed in there and stuff like that. Of course, but for me, I saw it the other way. Around. I saw Penn State; it's a great school. So, yeah. I saw it like this. I I stick out like a, a sore thumb. Yeah. So it's it's more gravity for them to come to me, you know? And I'm a person that likes to even come to you. So it's like that's even easier for me, you know? So um there's a thing I tell people, I'm like, yo, just try to master yourself. Meaning like with any individual, try to, you know, initiate a conversation, have a conversation flow and then have a conversation you know, close. And then even from 10 years from now, you still remember that conversation. Like yeah. that person could be like, Oh yeah. I remember that time that we, you know, and it, and it hits them so deep that it's, it's just like, nah, I can't like, I can't forget this guy. Like, yeah. This guy's he's completely different, you know? Yes. So yeah. Um, I saw like that. I, I enjoyed Penn state. Um, I went to uh works bar for the first two years, like a branch campus. I played basketball, uh, there. And then, um, yeah, man, it, it, it was great. I, did you know that you um, wanted to go to Penn State? I mean, obviously, because you did the two years before, and oh, then you man. went to Penn State, but um, was there other schools that you wanted to do? I got accepted to 29 schools. Okay. Shit. And I was blessed because I still remember um, there was uh, someone from the office that would give me, like, waivers. They would give me waivers to, like, submit to, like, other colleges so I don't have to pay the fees and stuff. Fuck. So <laughs> there's one. There was one guy, he's like, here, man, just, just take just take these 40, man, just take these 40. I'm never going to forget that because I was laughing. Like, he's, he just he just blessed me. I'm like, okay. So he's like, okay. So I just I got to apply to all these schools. And I guess it's funny because the school I wanted to go to was VCU. It was Virginia Commonwealth University. Okay. And I didn't apply there. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Man. I don't know, man. That's, that's the weird thing. I just, I, I, I didn't apply there. Think, were you scared? No. Rejection? No. No, I, I I got accepted at every school. That's crazy though, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, I I I dropped out and got my GED. So when you talk about vouchers, what the hell does that even it's mean? A, I'm sorry. I remember like uh, when you when you apply to a school, they make the I don't know why schools do this, man. They try to charge your application. Actually, I know why this is business. Fucking but bullshit. 
Yeah, they charge you anywhere from a hundred dollars application to a thousand dollars application. Just wait, like, what? Yeah, yeah, of course, man. And so, if you don't get in, you still have to pay that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wow. <laughs> wow. So that's fucking crazy, man. Why are they charging you to like, <laughs> like uh, uh, that? What? It, yeah, it makes no sense, man. But what the fuck but it's, it's crazy to say if if he didn't give me the vouchers then i would have not applied to that many schools i would have applied to maybe like three or four imagine how many other kids are out there right parents uh parents or single mom single dad whatever right um they don't have the money for that like if they want to attend one of these schools and they don't have someone that's awesome that hands them 40 fucking vouchers right you know, that, that was definitely illegal on his part i think bro for sure it, but doesn't matter you're only supposed to give out three man three vouchers per student but i was telling him like man he's like i was like i, I got it like i'm ready like i, I got a 70 spot I, he's like man just here man <laughs> that's awesome here, man so. yeah that's awesome um and, and so when you at this point right before you you went to college had you gone back to ethiopia yet no because i remember before we when we started talking you were um before we got on camera and started recording you were talking about ethiopia right how old were you when the first time you went there I was um, 23. What is that like? What is Ethiopia like? Amazing. That's the first time that I, I felt the difference between someone that's working, f not to be weird, but working towards the future. Like, like they're so, they're, they're running. They're like, no, I got to do this, 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 compared to like someone that's literally living day to day. So they're, 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 they're enjoying their day to day. Like, you get me? Like they're, they're literally living day to day. So they're, they're just doing their thing. They're eating, you know, they're learning and they're, they're living life. It's not, it's, it's living life in a different way. You could, you can tell that they're, they're, most people are generally happy, you know? Um, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I agree with that. What is the, how, how long were you there? I was there for, a month or two. Okay, so I was there to build a skate park. So Wait, I, yeah, I went there. I went there with Moezy. He's a he's an artist out of DC. Okay, um, he got connected to an artist named Ratchathon, uh, um, uh, uh and he. He got stuff from Diamond Supply. So, and so wait, they they built the skate park? No, not Diamond Supply. They, they okay, it. it was a if if you Ethiopia skate. It's an organization. They, it's like, there's a lady named Kim. She helps with bringing different kinds of developers together. And then um, Ethiopia Skate is the organization that brought the fundings and uh, skate skaters. So, Holy shit. So it was dope. It was in Awasa. It was their second skate park. That was the one that we were, the first one was in Addis. The second one was in Awasa. Crazy thing is that I don't skate. So I'll be honest about that. But but why why did you? I, just, uh, I went with Mo. Uh Mo was like, I really want to go. I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm, I'm just going to go with you. And it's wild because when I met him, I'll say that was like, I, mean, I knew him for a month. <laughs> Do you have family there still? Um, yeah, I have half family in Adwa and uh, half family in Addis. So did you get a chance to see them? Um, no. Okay. Uh, the fa uh, family from Addis w wasn't there. And for, for Adwa, it's just, it's so far. It's so far up north and that's not like, there's an agenda while we went there. Yeah. So, you know, finish the mission. That's the time frame. 
Um, also, I didn't want to go there empty, empty handed. Uh, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. It would, when you guys went there, had the skate park already started being, being built. No, it was nothing. So you guys built it from the ground up. Yeah. Like ground up. Holy shit. What did the kids think, man? Oh, they, they, jo- <laughs> man, it's, it's crazy. Like they, they, everyone helped like, like every, everyone, it's just unification, man. Yeah. It's just. You, you felt it you felt it there like people are truly unified it's it, it that's that's it right truly unified because we live in a culture in america where it's <laughs> it's a dog eat dog world it's it's a yeah 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 definitely and um we're we're definitely not unified right now so um it, the things though that we take for granted right because they're out here, right? They have some fucking dope ass skate parks, right? But they have skate parks in every fucking city and every town in California, right? Um, you said they have two. Yeah, they have two. And it's wild because in Ethiopia, you surprised the kids are good. The kids are, dude, there's this one guy I follow. Oh my gosh, I wanted to get him on the podcast, um, but we couldn't connect. I was going to do it Zoom and I don't traditionally do it Zoom. Uh, I got to reach out to him. I do not remember his name right now, um, but, but, it's just incredible to see, you know, and he, he did a GoFundMe and he like, um, is getting money for, uh, like cameras and built a skate park and like, yeah. there's a lot for the community and it's just so amazing to see. And it's like th- that unified feeling, uh, that I just got from talking to him for a little bit, but you see the, 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 the people around just so appreciative, uh, over a skate park where it's like, we take it for granted out here yeah. take it for fucking granted. Uh, it's not even taking it for granted. It's just um, there's a lot available. So yes. when you can go, you can go. But it's over there, hopefully, there, there'll be like five five to ten skate parks built. Um, hopefully, among like five years. Damn, that's um, crazy, right? But it's, I'm telling you, the, the kids are really good, man. Yeah. Like they're, they're, they're really good. Some of them will be able to, if they want, get out, right? Yeah. If they wanted to, right? That's, yeah, that's the goal, to, to have to have one you know compete in the olympics exactly isn't that crazy because skateboarding is going to the olympics yeah, exactly. man that's so fucking cool dude i grew up skating man i fucking love it and uh to see it you know it's it's amazing right so it'll be it'll be a really cool experience um getting back to your uh your your, your penn state days though right um when you were about to graduate what was your your next chapter what did you want to do next had music even come into play yet no not, not even close. Damn. Okay. Okay. There's not, there's not, I'll be honest. There's not 1% thought about music. Guess what? You're 21, 22 years old. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm 21 at this point. Yeah. At this point. And I'm just, I'm just feeling it, man. I'm just, uh, before grad, this is how it was. So there was a semester before where I was taking 18, it's like this. I had 21 credits left, right? To graduate. So I was like, you know what? I can take, I can take 18 I could take I could take the twenty one and be overloaded and finish, right? But then I'll just be pacing on like jobs and this is this and like I, I know how my like my like you know you're pacing. You yeah. Know? So I was like, I'll just take eighteen credits, I'll have one class remaining for my last semester, and that's gonna be my breather leaving out of college. So uh it took me four and a half years. It didn't take me the traditional four. Um, Sorry. Yeah. So it took me four and a half. The half was with three credits, uh, just as a setup, and you know, just enjoy my last portion of college before. Fuck yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, I felt I felt really good. I'll be honest. Like um, 
I knew I knew what I should look into uh, to receive positions. I knew how I was going to be nav- like I, I had like short visions of like how I would move for myself. Um, but music wasn't in the picture. Not at all. And so where did you go after you graduated? Uh, after I graduated, I went to Fidelity Investments. It's in North Carolina. Okay. I can say North Carolina is very peaceful um, where, where, where I was at. Um, I know people uh, in Riley, some dangerous parts and stuff, but uh, I was like in corporate living. It was like, yeah, it was, it was dope, man. Uh, it's like, for me, I felt like a, a place you could, you know, it was family oriented. So you can just bring a, you know, build a family there and stuff like that. But also my work environment, I, I wasn't, I wasn't happy. Like I, I need to be stimulated, you know, yeah. like, I felt like, I was like, yo, you're just bringing me back to my freshman year. Like, and this is, this, I get it. Like a lot of people, they, in college, they're not really learning. They're like, they're brushing off to the point where it's like, they're getting enough to get, get by and graduating. So they don't really know, you know, I'm not going to downplay yeah. anyone either. So it's just, it's that too. Like some people go into college and, and they're like, I'm, I'm here to learn, you know, straight up. Some people are really there to learn. And then there's certain people that are like, I'm here. I'm, I, I don't, I don't, I don't like this environment and that's, it's up to them. You know, it's everyone's, everyone's story is different. I don't like this environment. It's not what I want to do. This is not time I want to use for it. It's the truth. But for me, I came in, I was like, yo, I need to, I'm here to learn. Like I'm here to learn as much as I can. And it's talking about from environments to, to school, to, to math coding. It doesn't matter what it is just to learn. Cause I know this is, this is going to be a strong portion. Like that. this four years is where I'm going to be by myself. And I don't know, but I don't know my myself like that. Like I, I, I know I've been myself as the only kid, but but I've been surrounded with good people. You know, yeah. in my neighborhood. They saw me, prote- you know, pro- protege. Uh, pro- uh, you know, he's, he's gonna do good when he grows. You know, they saw me as like a, a really good kid. You know, so did you see yourself as that? Yeah, I, I, I tried. I tried to like ethically. I, I, I didn't. I never wanted to do any wrong, man. Okay. I get that. Yeah, I, 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 I totally get that. But, you know, there there does come a time in the point where you have to look in the mirror and go, like, is this what I really want to do? Is this the path that I really want to take, right? Um, you know, because you wanted to get into nutrition, but your mom, you know, got you to do computer science. You go to school for four years, four and a half years, right? Which let's be honest, man, like how much is it really learning? Do we take from college, like individuals go to college or is it the experience that we take from college that's more important? Oh, experience. Of course. Right. I'll be real with you. There's classes I, I did not go. I, I didn't go one day in and I just taught myself because teacher teachers, it's trash. Not to be rude. Like even if it's, no, mistake, it's, it's, it's not I, rude. I don't, yeah. I'm just, I'm there for one day. I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not coming back I don't, it's not happening and for yeah. me. Like I saw, I saw life as is. I didn't see it as like, oh, you need to graduate with the three five to get in order to get this uh, three nine to get a four two. I, I saw it like this. There are so many positions in this world. They'll gladly pick up someone that's a one point nine if they understand the actual position. One hundred percent, and it's fine because truth be matter. This is the most wild thing I'm saying. If I'm being real, like one hundred percent, you. Like the place that like now, like if I, if I wanted to get a job, they don't, they don't screen you. They don't screen your transcript. Nope. It's and such that, a different time. No, no, they don't screen your transcript. And it's like, it is weird. Cause does that mean you literally can just write three lines in your resume saying I went to Harvard? 100%. 
You know what I'm saying? 100%. Harvard. Give them what they want to hear. Yep. Get in and they don't screen you. Yeah. Yeah, for, for facts. So, so does that mean the, the screening is actually the knowledge that's input? If that's, that's fair game then. That means yeah. that you don't have to go to college because I'll be real with you. Four and a half years, right? I did not learn what I did when I came out. I ended up doing... <laughs> Actually, I'm sorry. I learned syntax and semantics. I learned a lot from college. Don't don't get me to. I learned a lot. Like, and I I'm happy. Thank God. Like I I I went to learn. You know. Yeah. But I learned the syntax and semantics of certain languages. But it wasn't Python. The reason why I, which is kind of crazy. So, whew, there's a, there's a friend of mine from DC. Uh, his name is Amro. He needed he needed a little help with with his class, and he was he's an IT major though. So he was taking a course that involved with Python coding. Yeah. And he's like, bro, I can't, like, I can't do this, man. I don't know what to do. And I'm like, bro, I don't, I don't, I don't know Python. I know, I know Java C. It's a pretty difficult yeah. uh, language, isn't it? No, it's actually the easiest language. Really? Yeah. I found that out. See, this is why you have to discover. Holy shit. But um, isn't that what Ethereum is built on? Uh, coding is Python, yeah, yeah, right? It could be, uh, man, mining, mining is a different kind of category, but. I'm going to double check that, but continue, continue. <laughs> All right. So. Uh, yeah, so we go to, we go on this trip for bike week and it's like all our boys and we go to North Carolina on the way to, this is, this is the craziest thing on the way from Virginia to North Carolina. I'm literally learning Python. So four out, four and a half hours. I'm on the computer. My friends can all vouch. I'm only on the computer learning, practicing problems, you know, reading, reading four hours, four hours. Now I'm there. Uh, there's obviously the, <laughs> There, there, there was work that had to be done for Armro, you know? Yeah. So uh, that's, that's my brother. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to step in and assist. I'm going to assist. Just in case, of, you, know, uh, schools, you know, schools try to see this and use it. I, I, I was tutoring him. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah. So, tutoring. Yeah, yeah. So um, basically, I was able to do the, you know, the problem stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah. I understand this. So then, as crazy as it sounds, I had other friends that needed Python and stuff like that. So I'm just learning among, like, while I was in school, I was making money in school differently. So I was hustling like, like this. So let's say all my friends are in college, right? All my friends are in college. There's people I don't know that are in college, but they still need assist with certain things. And me, I was, I was good at physics, um, stat, math, like math oriented things. So people would come to me. So instead they would pay me off for work, right? So I, there's no name, so the, you guys are safe. A lot of people would pay me off for work. They'd be like, yo, I need to get this, this, this. Yo, I need this help. I can't do this anymore. I'm like, bro, anything you need, this, this, this. So I'm like, all right, let's, let's just do it like this. Then. For me, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna make it very easy on myself. I know too many smart guys. I know nerds. I know guys that need the money too. Come on, we're in college. We, we all need the money. So instead, I was charging, uh, it's like this. I was charging one person. It, it didn't matter what it was. It could be from $100 to $300 yeah. an assignment, right? hundred dollars or three hundred dollars assignment, but I wasn't doing the assignment. Wait, who was? The people that were in school, the the people who who were doing stat. Same thing like me, because you know I have a lot of. Uh, you were outsourcing it, of course. I was, <laughs> so, so if something was here for a hundred, I'm not dumb. They, they 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 for them it would take them a week. For me, I know it would take me maybe an hour, two hours max. I know it would take them an hour, two hours max. Yeah. I, I know I could do it. You yes. know? So instead, I'm like, yo, I'll pay you off 20 bucks. Just get it yeah. done. And they, this is the crazy part. This is the crazy part. For them, they're like, for real? Like if I charge them 250 or whatever, 300, they're like, for real? Thank you, bro. And then for them, I'm like, yo, man, I'll give you $30. They're yeah. like, for real? Like, they're like, like are you they're serious? Like, they're like, you could do this right now. I'm like, bro, just do it. You know what I'm saying? 
And then I just have that emotions with people. And that's how I was making my money in, in, in Damn, college. Damn, there we so, go. Yeah, so, I like that. So I, of course, I, yeah, <laughs> so I used, I, you know what I'm saying? I used what I had around me and everyone was happy. Simple that's that. awesome, man. So, yeah, that's a, yeah, yeah, that's, that's a way of hustle, man. Definitely. The modern man must hustle. I love that. Um, so when you did though, right. So you, you go to, you go to fidelity, you're in North Carolina, you go, you live in that life. You're done. You, you, you come to a point you're done, right? Yeah. It's like this, man. Um, I got everything that you'd want coming out of college. Like I, I got the job, you know, you can work for 10 years, but you'd hate your life, you know? But I'm not, I'm not naive to the point. I'm like, yo, I'm not going to waste 10 years of my life. I don't like it here, you know? So, um, like there's a lot of people I know that, not a lot of people, I still know a good amount of people that work there, you know? So I'm just, I'm so surprised because like if a smart, like not to be like, not saying a smart one, but like if you really wanted to maneuver fast in this industry for tech, you know that you would have to keep jumping from place to place. It's not, it's not one stash. Can't just stay. You, you yeah. can't say, and this is, this is for tech. Tech is completely different. It's a different beast. So if you stayed at a place for six months, you already have that in your resume docked. So it doesn't really matter. People say, oh, uh, grace period or years, man, I'm telling you GPA, even having the certification itself does not matter. There, there's a lot of things that people are bypassing. There's no time. There's energy being used. They need the projects done now. It's tech, yeah. you know? So um, yeah, I, like me, I hopped, hopped, hopped. I, just, I already knew like, First place I went to was Fidelity. They were offering me 66K, right? Say that for, I say that for four months and I was just like, okay, um, I don't, nah. It was like, for four months, I'm like, yo, this money, I don't care for the money. I'm not happy here. I left, I, I went for, I went to Rackspace and the job was even better. They, they gave me partial uh, virtual employment, which is now, of course, work from home is like yeah. a blessing for us. But back then, you know how it was, you had to drive home. You know what I'm saying? Of me, course. I was on my laptop, I was just coding. I was happy, you know, literally I was content. And I was getting paid uh 40 44 an hour nice so it's like it was like 90 something k you know a year and i was happy i was just like okay but then i told myself coming into texas that i'm only going to stay for a year it, the weirdest thing in my life i could ever tell myself is yo just do this trust yourself and just like this is your frame for this like you even if texas is nice you got to get out so why why sorry i won't cut you off but i why? don't know is it because it's Texas or? No, no, no. I'm just, I'm, I'm literally, I'm weird like that. Like I, I do weird challenges. Um, I just, I, I do weird stuff to myself. Like, like no pun. Like, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I, what are you I, talking I, about yeah. now, bro? <laughs> no, I go what you're saying. I go what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I get so, it. I get it. I get it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was just one of those things. I was like, I was like, yeah, Texas was amazing. I'll be honest. Houston? No, it was San Antonio, Austin. Okay. It, was okay. a, it was amazing time. Did you go to uh, your place, uh, uh, um, Schlitterbahn, a water park, New Braunfels? Oh, that's um, that's an hour away. No, no, no. I didn't go, though. Oh, man. Fucking greatest water, greatest water park in the motherfucking world, dog. So dope. Okay, but you're you're a San Antonio, Austin area, right? Um, there for, for a year. What is that like? I mean, because just even talking about Austin right now, there has been such a mass exodus uh, to leave um California, you know, over the past uh, year. So you have a lighter right there oh, too. I'm <laughs> uh, did you like it? Did you love it? Oh, like, Texas? I, yeah. I'm telling you, I loved it. I loved every day I was there. Shout out to Smitty, Trey, I, you know, Jay, Dior Vision, you know what I'm saying? I shout you out. <laughs> yeah, he's, he, he, these were cool cats that I got a chance to connect with in, in Texas. 
Um, music yet? Nope. What the fuck? No, 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 not even a percent of music. So you're 23, 24 years old. No, 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 no. I'm tw- I'm 20. I'm still 20. Bro, remember I left I left uh, Fidelity Investments my, uh, when I was 21. Oh shit! Remember, okay. I, it's like this. I left college. Remember, I was 21, yeah. and then I went four months into Fidelity, and then I was like, nah, not happening. And then I was like, you know what? I'm leaving. I'm going to Texas. And then when I left to Texas was when I transitioned. I uh, I was so happy, man. Like the people I was working with, Eli, Marcus. Those are my brothers too, man. They're doing extremely well, like in tech. They're doing extremely well. I'm proud of them. Keep going, um, man. It was just, it was just like, it was just a, a blessed. Like I get the chance to travel. I had I literally. That's when I was like, wow, like this is kind. This is my life. Like this is this is dope, you know. Uh, but I knew that Texas wasn't my my calling. It was like one of those things. Like I knew that I still had to leave. So six months in. Uh, I get blessed and they bump my pay and now I'm making six figures a year. Okay. Right? So young, just, young yeah. making six figures. Yeah, so a year I was, yes, yeah, so I was happy, you know, but it's like one of those things that I'm, I'm still trying to go. You know what I'm saying? So, um, near year, near year comes up. I'm like, damn, where do I go? So I go back home. I go back home to Virginia and just to visit or just to, to visit. Move. Just okay. To visit. So then I talk to, I talk to, I'm at my boy, uh, um, Yassin, uh, I'm at Mo's house. And my boy, Omar bin Lulu, he, he, like, we're just chatting. It's just me and him in the couch, and we're just talking. I'm like, bro, I don't know where I'm going to go, man. I was like, I got to, like, a, another month. Like, I got to really think about it. He's like, he's like, bro, definitely don't come back here, man. I was, like, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, yeah, man. I was like, I'm not trying to come back here yet. I got to keep going. He's like, man, go to L.A. I was like, it's like, yeah, but he's like, nah, man, just go to L.A. I was like, all right, I'll go to L.A. Had you ever been? Oh, I, I went, um, yeah, I went once. And it was, it was amazing. It's crazy because when you first, like your first time coming to LA is going to be breathtaking. You're going to be fit, like in the clouds. Of course. F- filled the, f- yeah, the yeah. fluff. Of, of course. You know? um, but you're, dude, you, you, you're, you're, you're 22 years old, fucking killing it, man. Making six figures a year. Like you're set. No, it's not set. Think about it. You, you, you could bleed out six figures in it. No, of course you yeah. can. But most t- I get, 22, I get, yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, I'm yeah, saying, I get, right? I get what you're saying. So it's like, good, even good con- yeah, even contemplating, right? Because it's like, you're only going to go up from there. Like it, you, you stick with it, dude. By the time you're 40 years old, you're going to be making, you know, a couple million dollars a year yeah. for sure. Yeah. Uh, so what was the turning point, man? Like, like you, you had a year oh. set, but that's fucking crazy. To most people. So I go back. I go back. So I still have like a month left in Texas. And then um, I talk to a couple people from Snapchat. They connect me to people. Uh, these people for part of school is in Santa Monica. And they're like looking to PM program. So I do this PM program in Santa Monica. I'm like, you know what? That's what I'm going to do. I'm going go to I'm gonna go to LA, do Santa Monica. Because I'm still in tech. Like, yeah. I'm tech influenced heavily. So I'm like, I go to LA. So backbone, go to the PM, get that done. Be a PM for Snapchat. Basically. Okay. Right? So what's a PM? Sorry. Like it's like a product manager. Um, okay. Checks about the scale, scalability of the units. Um, it's like it overshadows, he overshadows the product, you know? Um, that's just a deeper thing. Did you do any, uh, okay. But so, so from, from, from Texas, right. You, did you get the job before you moved to California? Oh yeah, I got, I got accepted. To, I did the interview process for PM and everything. No, 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 not for Snap though. It was for yeah, it was for Snap. But the PM, pro, I had to get accepted to PM uh, to the PM program. I did an interview, passed. It was good. They, they're like, yeah, you're good. So I come out. Uh, I do the program. I was like, oh damn, it's it's fairly easy. So 
I skimmed through it. I do this mock-up for Snapchat, and it was it was dope. And then mid midway, uh, I I go into an endeavor that was a dispensary downtown LA. Okay, like a marijuana dispensary. So um, I went that route, and oh man, that's that's when I started learning. Like that's when I started taking L's, like taking losses. You know, so um, I did that, and then I went back home, and then. There was, um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Right. I, I want to talk about Snapchat first and then we'll get to all the other stuff. Right. Um, so you go to North Carolina, you decide, you come back, decide you're going to move to California. Right. Um, before you moved to California, you got the PM position. No, it's a PM program for program a position for a position. You complete it and then you go into Snapchat. Okay. Yeah, so, so, you, but you got into the program, got into the program, completed it. Then go to, but the thing is, while going into the program, I'm in LA, so I caught wind, bro. You know, you know how, bro. You know how many creatives you meet in LA. It was just, it was just like bang, bang, bang. I was like, wow, like it's just, it's, it's it, completely different. The, 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 the aura, the aura of the city was so strong to me. It was, it put me, it put me. I, I wasn't grounded. Like I wasn't. My feet were not on the ground, bro. I was literally floating. I was just like, wow, like this is, this is crazy. So, um, I guess I was like, I can hold off tech right now, and I already knew that because. So you I, didn't go. You didn't no, no, no. Because me, I'm, t- I'm telling you, I'm different. You can get in tech. You can get if you, if you, if you understand tech and like in the procedures and the throughput of how to like get jobs, get interviews. You'll be fine, man. Like yeah. Um, if you wanted to, like right now, I could stop and I could just really contact WorkBridge Associates, K Force, Tech Systems, and Robert Half. And those are and those are uh, contracting firms that already have positions aligned for certain individuals, and they make cuts off their end. Like they, like they don't eat off me. They eat off me, but they don't eat off me. Like off my salary, they eat off the the finder's fee for you know yeah. for completing it. You know, so oh yeah. By the way, that's another way that um, money was made by me. Explain. Uh, when I was in Texas, um, like anywhere, uh, when, whenever I, I knew a lot of techs, right? Because uh, I went to school, so I knew I knew there's a lot of people that needed positions, right? And I was connected to a whole lot of recruiters. Like me, I, my phone, my phone still buzzes, man. It's crazy, but I. It was buzzing heavier back then. It was like buzzing 20, 30 times a day. Oh, oh, are you open? Are you open? Are you open? Are you open? Because me, I, I put myself in that, like I put myself in the world. I was like, you know, like find me, you know, type thing. So how, how did you do that? For people listening, like how did you um, do that? Did you go LinkedIn or? Yeah, I, for LinkedIn was a strong tool. I, whew, so there's a thing called dice.com for techs. As far as you guys, if you understand their algorithm, you can just update your resume and you'll be top shifted always. So then you'll be the first person they look at for for any type of position, like um, the position that you want. My fault, not any type. Um, What's it called? Dice.com. Can you spell that? Like that, like I'm rolling like dice. Like D-I-C-E yeah. dot com? Yeah. Dice.com. Wow. All right. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's a tool. Um, Indeed is one as well, but it's whatever, man, to be honest. But uh, LinkedIn, all the recruiters are there too. So for me, the way I set myself up for careers, like, that blueprint was um, among time. I knew I was going to go into tech. So uh, while being in college, I connected with as many people as I can. I looked into like in-house recruiters for um, certain companies. You know, I put myself in position before coming in because it's like I have more chance. But then I, I'm still one human. So only one position could be filled. Of course. You, you get me? So um, instead, it kind of flipped to where I was getting hit by so many recruiters. I was like, you know what? 
less less talk in a different aspect. So I was connected like WorkBridge, Associates, K, uh, K-Force, Tech Systems, and instead I was filling in positions for them. So I would do screenings on people. They would believe me on my behalf because I understood tech, you know? Yeah. And even technical recruiters, they don't understand tech. They, they, they transition you to the person that knows tech. You're, they're the scanners. They're the people that are like, oh, you've done this? Okay, check. Okay, you've done this? Check, you know? But they don't know. So for me, I'll scan it through. I'm like, yeah, this is perfect client. Undeniable. And so and you got me, a job working for them? Co- I was contracted, contracted. contracted out. So for every person I brought on, I, I made 1200 Nice. So, and would they call you? Like, how did that work out? How did you find oh, people? I, have a, I would have, um, I, I just have a list of positions that are available uh, by each company. And then I would just fill them in. I'd just be like Ruby developers, Python, Java, whatever is needed. And you would just go on like uh, LinkedIn or anything? Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. But then I, I had networks too, because I, I was a Penn State alumni. Something I didn't say, but I was part of Feige and Delta as well, Fiji. But I didn't use them as a network. Um, I used to use certain networks, and it was just it was just easy. So I was filling in positions. They're happy as fuck. They're like making six figures. I'm putting them in their position. Like you can go on my LinkedIn right now. There's there's recommendations I mentioned. Like oh my god, NOR cares about more than the thing is. I put myself in a way that I'm I'll be I'll be fine in that position. But when I came to LA, everything shifted. It's like. I wasn't making sense for myself, man. I was like bleeding out my like bleeding out my strengths for others. I there was nothing like there was nothing coming back. Like I, and I understood it for certain things, but I was just like, "Ooh, this is completely different." Like, Why? Because it's it's an area that I wasn't familiar of. Like um, my fault. Let me go back to after the PM program. I decided not to do, continue, so I opened a dispensary. Dispensary business was not it. Uh, this is not it. So forget that. After, after <laughs> dispensary, it was just not it. After dispensary business, um, I ended up doing some marketing things where I was making a really good amount of money um, using my strengths, which is crazy. I was I was coding in Python. I was just making automation scripts that you know automated your you know your activity on Instagram. So I'd act like you and just put you in like uh, library and like certain comment, you know, like certain, you know, and it was just automated. So wait, and what was that for? Uh, it was for Instagram. Okay, and so what? What? Uh, explain it again. I'm sorry because you kind of just babbled. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I made a Python script, and I used the framework Selenium to do automation. Okay. That, like basically, you'd give me a username and password. Yep. Right. And you could be a restaurant, an icon, or whatever. And then I would use that, and then I would ask for five influencers that you like or you want to be mimicked by. Uh, five people that follow you back, and then five locations that you want to be most appeared in, and then from there the code would do the rest. It would just act like you search uh, a location, go into the locations. It would be like showing you the pics. It would like those pictures. And you know, whoever would, whoever would look at the notification, be like, hmm, who's this? And click it. And if they're interested in you, they would follow back or, you know, they're engaged back. But it's- Are you still even able to do that? No, with- no, 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 no. Instagram, Instagram is so, man, I stopped doing that. But the thing is that period, that period of my life uh, taught me a lot. It taught me that like, whatever you learn, is is there for you like um if i did if amro didn't there's so many different kind of ripple effects in my life that it's crazy to see where i'm at right now like and it, i'm making i'm making music now so it's it's completely different but it's like, way different because like if amro didn't have a, cl- a class for python i wouldn't be studying python so then th- does that mean that what, what would be what would have been my next position like it was like it's i don't know man it's like it's it's life, man. Do you do you feel that um, when you came to LA, things started falling apart in the beginning? Yeah, I, I could be honest. What with did you? your mom think too? Um, 
my mom at first was like, stay there for a little bit, feel it out, you know, like you don't know yet. And then now she, she, she wants me, she wants me home. She's, she, but she understands. It's like one of those things that she knows that if I'm back home, that I know too many people and I'm going to get picked up and I'm just going to go places and I'm not going to be focused, you know? And then let's be real. I won't be happy. Like, I just won't be happy. And then uh, like, I might be a drag, you know? At uh, that moment in time though, you know, when you came out to California um, and you did the whole PM thing and then you, you tried opening up a dispensary and that didn't work out. It worked out. It opened. It's just, it's too expensive, man. It's very expensive. Yeah. This is, it's not it. Right. And yeah. so it, at that point, you know, you do all these other things. Where does, where does, where does music, music even come into okay. all this? Okay. Now you asked the question before you were guessing. So I did, I was just like, yeah, hey, yeah. you know, Whew. so when going to Ethiopia, um, I was with Mo. Mo's an artist at the time. He's still an artist. Um, and uh, we caught a heavy vibe together in Ethiopia. Then he was like, man, it would be dope to have you as my manager. So then I was managing him off that, like after Ethiopia, then I was just doing music management while doing, um, while doing marketing, right? So uh, I'm just, I'm learning so much about the game because come on, I have the biggest learning curve. Like me, I've been tech, tech influenced all my life, math, everything to deal with math, right? Everything that deals with math. So um, this is a creative space. It's completely different, but there's still structure aligned. Like you have to learn about publishing, the types of publishing, uh, distribution, um, what deals would make sense, what kind of like different kinds of deals. Like um, it's just, a, just, it's just, it's a lot, like it's a lot. So um, I did, I, I was blessed to go in as management first. I could say that cause I had to learn like, I had to learn the structure of music. Like how, how, do, how, do you, how, how would you make money through music? Because it's like this, there's a lot of talented creatives out there, right? But two, thing, two things that they lack is um, maneuvering themselves, that's one, and branding is the second one. Uh, so, and they go hand in hand. So it's, it's like, what, what, else, what else do you expect? Your brand is not up there. So it's hard for you to get paid or like, you know, for you to slap something on to like grow. Or like you don't know how to maneuver yourself in a way that for you for you to know that you're not getting fucked over, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Or for you to know that like it shouldn't be your first time learning this. So it's crazy to say this. If you're an individual that's ever done music with me, I, I, like I'm saying this. If anyone has ever done music with me ever, if it's in if it's in marketing, if it's in management sense, if it's if it's in creative uh, in a creative direction way, like uh, making beats or anything. I for sure put business in your mind heavily. I I put that in your mind. I'm like, okay, so what are you using for distribute? Uh, you know, what are you using for for publishing? Oh, you don't have an ask up account. Make an ask up. What are you using for mechanical royalties? Make this account for yourself. You got to be aligned. So when I'm ready for releasing, or if I get you know placements, then you have to be ready too. Cause, yes. Because once it's aligned, they're 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 like this. They're not going. They're not gonna go back because you weren't ready. You know what I'm saying like, you could fight for it after. And for me, I have I have people that. I trust and lawyers and stuff too in this entertainment business. So it's, it's easy for, you know, for me to brush off my confidence to the next artist because they'll be open to learn. They'll be like, Oh, okay. Like I, like it's like this now it's completely different because everything that I told you right now, anyone that's anyone that's I'll say six months, 
prior from this day on don't know this side of me. They don't know like the business side of me. Cause just, and I blocked that out on purpose. It's crazy. It's crazy. It sounds, but I do that on purpose now. Cause every new person I mean that I want them to see me as a producer, you know, first and only. And then like, if we build that connection, then from there, I'll open up and I'll be like, yo man, there's, you know, there's a different style that where you can go like this, you know, um, and open my business mind towards them. So, but usually anyone that has worked with me, I, I brushed off something. So, so then you just had some, some sense of damn, like I'm very talented, but I need, I need to open my eyes on this side of things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really important, especially when you get into any creative space that you understand the creative side, right. But you also need to understand the business side and especially uh, in the music industry, man, and, and like acting and all that shit, dude, it's, it's really easy to get fucked over. So for people listening, can you explain what ASCAP is? ASCAP. ASCAP is made for uh, pro publishing. It's like whenever you receive uh, radio spins or if you have sync licensing and play like for TV movies or stuff, that's where your royalties will come along, like come down. So that's where your checks will come quarterly, you know? So, but let's say you get something placed um, with an artist and that artist gets sync licensing. Um, as a producer, my fault, as a producer, I'm talking a producer standpoint, uh, then you don't get to eat because you never made the account. So shit. Yeah. Shit. Imagine that. Right. Yeah, so that, shit, like, that flies no, off. That happens often, man. A lot, a lot. Of, that's, that's just how, that's how it is. You learn after like creatives. They learn after they don't, they don't, they don't, um, cause they're doing what they love, man. They don't, they don't want to get mixed in with the business cause the business messes up the creative process as well. At times it's, it's truth. Like once you, once you dip in the business, it's like, you're like, ah, oh, it's like an agitated side, even though it's, it's a good thing to learn. It's, it's you still be, you know, it's hell. Yeah. Yeah. Abs- absolutely. And that's why everyone looks into management first. But if I was them, I would try to learn the blueprint of the music business. There's, you know, it's, it's just go online and say, what's the breakdowns of how to make money in the music? Like it's, it's, there's YouTube, like we're so blessed right now. Yeah. You can learn all this stuff in like a day. Isn't that crazy? Right. We, we have the most amount of information and education that has ever been like ever, ever on the internet, right? And still so many people out there, right, are so fucking lazy. It's like, dude, wake the heck up, man. Google that shit. Look it up on YouTube. Like, yeah. fucking hell, we have the opportunity to, but so many people are just so fucking lazy. I want a t-shirt that just says Google it. Like, yeah, stop asking so many questions, right, and look it up yourself because that's how you're really going to learn. If someone constantly is telling you, right, you're never going to learn from it, right? But yeah. if you take the time to research it yourself, it's going to be world of a difference. So for you though, right, you start managing Moezy, right? Yeah. Um, what was the, 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 the paradigm shift? Because dude, you're fucking tech, man. You're tech, you're tech, you're tech, you're tech, you're tech. And then it's like something just changes. Oh yeah. So uh, for me, I liked it cause it was like, I'm learning again. And it's like, I wasn't, I wasn't happy in tech. It's, it's, it's what people don't realize is you can be really good at something, but it's a difference between being good at something and, and, and liking something, right? You can like something and not be really good at it, but you can be really good at something and not like it. And you'll be blessed when they both come together and, you know, and then yeah. you just move from it. So for me, it's, it's just making music, man. So 
it's it's crazy because I have a lot of people that don't like me. I have people that didn't like me going as management. I have people that didn't like me as if I when I released a first like my first song, like they don't like me as an artist. And I have people that don't like me as a producer, man. And this and it's a flip flop theory. It's like one of those things like, oh, you're you're a manager now. You're now you're a creative. It's the same thing. Oh, you're in tech now. You're a man. You're, bro. It's like at the end of the day, it's like I'm using my time. Like I'm using my seconds, my minutes, my hours, my days, my weeks, my months, my years. Like how does that affect you? Let it be, man. Let it be. Why though? Why don't people like? No, you? no. Trust me. And like, you know, it's no. It's not. Don't like me. It's. Uh, I don't know if it's. I don't. I don't know what it could be, man. Because. I, I try I try my best to you know be a great influence like I'm a good guy like if there's a problem between one two people and I don't talk about it it's 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 like you can know you can know me but then you can let that side side fly because me I, I'll still have myself it's fine you know so it's it's weird man I don't I don't know I, I, I don't I, it doesn't make sense because if, if I'm growing you're growing yeah, but maybe some people don't like they don't feel in control. Yeah, like um you I, know, cuz we all want that, right? We like at face value we all want to feel like we're in control and then you have someone that uh you know, is smart, knows what they're doing, yeah. knows what they're talking about. It can be uh, a a little challenging or, you know, maybe put some people off, but that doesn't mean that you're a bad person. That doesn't mean that you're yeah, you're yeah. wrong. Yeah, yeah. It's just that what sucks the most is what what blows me the most is when someone says something about me, uh like let's say if it comes off the media or whatever, right? It sucks because their first impression of me is that. You know? Which not, not to be rude, that's the only thing that sucks. The rest of it, I don't care. If you already know me and then you felt that post or you felt this, then that that's that's the indication that I need to separate because then I, you're saving me. Like me, whenever, I, if, I, if I saw a tweet about me or if I saw an Instagram story about me, <laughs> right? I would just look at it and I'll just wait. Like I'm not, I mean, I'm observant. So I'm just, I'll just wait. And then I just look into like the people that actually interacted with those certain posts. I'm like, okay, I'm not, this is not safekeeping for me. These type, like- you could show me happy face like this, but if you're doing an interaction that you know is for me and it's against me, I know I know where I have to clear my aura. Like it's just like, oh. you know, I I so. can totally understand that, man. Like, um, dude, I've uh, ever since I started this podcast and shit like that. Like, I'm I'm super open, honest, and real, and uh, I've lost a lot of followers, gained a lot of followers. I don't give a shit about I don't that, give right? About that, yeah. Um, but the the comments sometimes like on, on my videos and shit like that, like just like kind of like talking shit or whatever, you know, you talk too much or, you know, the podcast was great except the fucking host, you know, like shit like that. And I'll just comment back, you know, thank you so much for that insight. I really appreciate a heart and like their post. And I fucking always do that. I don't give a shit. You know, I, I clown. I, I'll sometimes read them off to my wife and I'm just like laughing my ass off, you know, yeah. because at the end of the day, it doesn't, um, it doesn't affect me, right? But there does come a point in time, though, where, you know, for for individuals that, you know, get a lot of flack, get a lot of hate, get a lot of negativity, um, <clears throat> it can hurt. It can hurt people's feelings oh, for sure. Oh, I was, no, I'll be honest with you. This is crazy saying this, but um, I was, I was, it's like this, I was suicidal uh my senior year of college there was a time i broke down and it's wild because i was suicidal because i was on a lot of adderall and i was 
sleepless nights and I was just aggravated because I couldn't understand certain problems and they were theoretical. Some of them didn't even have an answer, you know? It's like, and I, 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 as crazy sounds, I pulled off to the last minute to do certain things. And for me, I, I put so much on myself. I'm like, bro, you can, you, you should be knowing this. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. Like, look at it in this ass. Like, I'm trying. And I'm like, yo, I can't get this. And I don't know why that triggered to go that dark in that route. But, yeah. l- but luckily, Joey Chuck, Joseph Charles, um, he, he saved me. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, like, ah, you know? Dude, I get it. So, he, yeah. So, he, he, he helped me. And the crazy thing is, it, it blessed him as well because I was still in college, right? When I moved to Texas, no, I'm sorry. I was in college, right? So we both graduated at the same time. And I was the person that got him his first position out of college for Texas. So he worked for Booz Allen Hamilton, his first position. And I'm the one that connected that piece for him. The crazy thing is, I connected him to his second position in Texas, making six figures. So that's, that's, that was the, him just being there at that time frame, at that place, Rippled effect for him, of course. You get me? So it, just, a ripple. it just went like boom, boom. It just yeah. helped him, and of course, it saved my life. So, what kind of ripple is that? Like, Absolutely. And I was so dumb because, like, I'm thinking about like afterwards. I'm like thinking about my mom and stuff like that. The crazy thing is, the course that I was so sad about, not like I was even depressed. Like I was, I was just stupid, bro. I was just on a lot of drugs, bro. So, and no sleep, and no eating. Like we just, I'm focused, you know. Go to the course. I'm like, I don't understand any of the problems. I'm looking at the exam, and then. I have a close relationship with the professor, but I go to the professor. I'm like, bro, I can't answer any of these Jones. Like I look at him. Like, he's like, bro. He's like, he looks at me. He's like, you're good. I was like, what? He's like, don't worry. He's like, enjoy your summer. Wow. And I'm like, no, you don't get it. Like, he's like, he's like, he's like, Anwar, look at me. You're good. I'm like, okay. I turned it in left. Guy gives me a, he gives me a great grade. I was just like, what? Wow. So I passed the class. And I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, yo, I was going to do that stupid shit. And it didn't even matter because the guy literally said, ah, it is. <laughs> Isn't that crazy though? But there's so many. Yo, th- it's crazy. But this is the, my fault. Let me go back to the real topic. I was actually depressed in LA. I wasn't suicidal at all. There's not a, a, a pinpoint. Like I was like suicidal. I was dummy. Depressed. Like I'm, I was in my closet taught like this, like. In the, like seeing the sides of me that I've, and it was just like, wow. Cause I know how it was suicidal and I know how like, the, for me, it's like, they, yeah, of course they go hand in hand at times, you know, most of the times, but that time it was like distinction. This is cause of this. And this is cause of my environment and like what's going on. And like the instances are things are happening my relationships, um, anywhere from, you know, girl to, to, to like my friends and the people I'm working I'm just like, damn, like so too many people are letting me down. And then showed me about my expectations towards others. But then again, I'm like, what am I doing bleeding out? You know, you, so, you, 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 you just, you know, it is. And you just said a lot, right? And I want to kind of take a step back real quick. It's like, there is a huge, right. Um, issue. Like, and I can only speak from America standpoint where it's like, and I talk about this too, is like being suicidal. Right. Um, you know, I've, I've talked about it so many times on this podcast where I was faced with uh, my own mortality and I was going to do it. Right. And, and because of a DMT experience and all of this shit, right. I didn't end up doing it. Right. But uh, the, the, the point is, is like, we can all get dark. We can all get really dark and it's 
so crazy to think, right? Because in your situation, like that teacher just said, you're good, right? Um, you, but your 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 mind before that, right, is like, dude, this is this is it. This is so real. This is fucking like, oh my god, right? And yeah. there are so many other kids out there that feel the same, that are going through the same, that are dealing with the same shit, that actually fucking go through with it, right? And don't unfortunately have the ability to see the other side um how much is it the the the, the pressures of of college and everyday life adderall of, of the circumstances right but having a, a a a support group having a good friend having someone that can really be there for you is 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 vital your supporting team of fucking people that are, are there for you when you need it most uh yeah yeah and then you most but for me it was kind of it's a different situation because um i'm in the fiji i'm in the fiji house fucking the second mansion and for me it was a different situation because it was 4 a.m so everyone is rather knocked out or they like they already left from 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 doing their their finals you know and joey joey chuck joseph uh, i mean joe charles um he literally was still there because he was a computer engineer, you know? I was a computer scientist. So he was still there. Same timing because of the final. Like, it was like he had a final of a different class, but it was, you know, um, same timing, you know? So he was still there and he was studying. Like, I was studying in the library. He was studying in, uh, uh, it's like the it's like a main room. So it's wherever the mantle is. Um, yeah, but if he wasn't there, right? Oh, uh, yeah. That's or if then the teacher, right? fuck it was a hard ass and wasn't like that right like there's just so many no things. the crazy thing is that's not true because even if the teacher said well i'll see you next semester or whatever <laughs> whatever he wanted to do you know um i still would have been fine i would have yeah, been maybe fine. you maybe you but my point was is that there's so many people out there that this is just it's just a like there's so many people out there that that maybe don't have that person reach out or don't have this or don't have that where they actually do end up going through it. Whereas like if that one person just reached out and said, Hey, do you need some help? Or, yeah, you know, wh true. whatever the fuck it is, man. That's true. Um, a friend, that a friend, man, you know, and it's just like, it makes you think like to look at the people around you, the closest people around you, regardless if they're a good friend and a friend or fucking an enemy, it doesn't matter. Like, we all go through it, man. And so just sometimes lending a hand, Hey, how are you doing? Are you doing okay? Anything you need? Like it, it can play the world of a difference. Um, and then for college though, college kids, the, the, the pressure and, and all the fucking work and all that shit, like you throw Adderall in it and it's just, it's a huge part of, of college and, and the, and the tech industry as a whole. Yeah. Um, it still is. Of course, and it's not gonna it's not gonna change for for quite some time, uh, or if ever, right? But yeah. uh, you know, how do how does that change, right? Like, how does it's like this, man? For me, I don't know how others are, but for me, it's like that chance allowed me to go that dark in my life. So it's like for me, it's different. I guess, it's like it's like it's like acting now. I get the I can I could go I can go back to that dark side of me, you know, like because because yeah. I've experienced it. It's like do you get what I'm saying? Is that is that of it? course no, hundred so, percent. Yeah, so yeah, that's just a, that's just about it, man. If if it's like, 
You have to take and learn from it. Yeah, you got to take and learn. Yeah, exactly. Like you have to experience. Like me being in LA, it prepared me to being being in LA. It's crazy. See, it sounds right. Going so, through that experience, then when you had all the dark shit in the beginning, you're like, it's depressing and hard, right? But you didn't end up offing yourself, which is obviously a, a blessing and a good thing. Uh, so you know, for for you, like, what was it though? Like, we'll get on a different topic, right? I want to actually go back to um, uh, the the music, right? you're managing right what was like how did you get behind your first song what did you fucking oh. do did you like how did you even like freestyled before like okay. what the fuck so my ex got me so sad one day so i was like oh my god like extremely depressed i was just sad and so i was at the gym 6 a.m and then i hit up moezy and i'm like bro i need to make a record and he's like what i was like i need a record. He's like, hey, let's do it then he's like hit up physic hit up physic i'm like bro i need you to slide through which is the engineer. And then I hit up Trey, Trey B for the beat. And I was like, yo, I need, I need this beat. And he's like, all right, straight, go ahead. So then I just, I made the record. It's called Lonesome. I was just, it was just all hard, man. It was just like, a, you know, sometimes you just got to do something to just like, like, you know, let emotions come out. So, yeah, so that was it. Had you recorded a song yet? No, that was the first time I ever recorded anything. That's fucking crazy, man. I, I put it out, right? How was it? It's it's. What do you think? Like when looking back at it, listening to it, what do you think? It, of course, it could be a lot better. Like ten times. Of course, no, it is. But it's just literally, it's my first time on a mic. How long did it take you to record the album? Uh, no, it was just a record. Um, a just, record. Yeah, record. So just a track. Yeah, yeah, it was track. It was same day. It was just boom bang. But did you write it or freestyle? Um, it was written. It was quick though. It was like one of those things you just you just feel. Uh, yeah, like. You gonna play it? No, no, no I'm not gonna play it. I'm not gonna play it. <laughs> this one is okay. Lonesome. There we go. Yeah, fuck yeah, man. A lot of people listen to it. That's for sure. Damn, that's your first song too. That's my first song. So that's the thing is that's I like I'm trying to bury it with more records. If that makes yeah, sense. but still, you know, like do you? I think that's like your first song. Yeah. Um, then this is the thing though. I I made the only vocals that you'll hear on my on on the records I have is investments and lonesome. Those are the first two records I have. The rest I just did production. You know executive producing or i just i made the beat and you know i pushed it so um any any record you hear now is is not my vocals so you guys should look into the artists that that are singing or rapping on it it's i'm doing more of like a dj khaled type piece okay all right but you're 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 pulling together a, a group of individuals to come on your track so you're a producer yeah right um had you even done that before like, had you been making beats since you were a kid? No. Like, so this is the thing. I, I, w- I there was a dark part of my life in music. It was, it was in November two thousand. So I'm depressed. Like I'm telling you, I'm sad. I'm through, there were, there's certain things I could have done to avoided, avoided a lot of of ripples. Like, oh my goodness, but I should. And it was certain, like certain friendships or certain certain relationships certain things i should have just it was, it was just obvious it was like one of those things like okay when when are you going to learn like he or she is showing you like multiple times so um but, but you didn't want to you 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 keep on well, I, allowing it yeah because I'm, I'm like yeah I'm, I'm like my mom like it's like i can see the hurt through someone i'm like yo i still want to assist you know but now now it's completely different like it's like 
yeah, it's like it's, it's not it's not in my body anymore. Like I'm I'm helpful, you know. But now it, it truly has to make sense. I, 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 it has to make sense for me. Like I, yeah. it has to, like I'm done. Like on that aspect, I'm done. For producing, I've only produced for a year and a year and uh, three months. Okay. So um, started making beats um, uh, December two thousand nineteen. November, so, yeah, November, December, 2019. And then that's October, November is when I was like very depressed. I had situations happen for management. This is that I had people. It's just like separate from me. Like they, they like, they're trying to like push me with like, sh- like, like go away type stuff. And it hurt because it was on a situation that like, it, it was me for being there, but it wasn't me, which was cleared up afterwards. Thank God, you know, it was cleared up afterwards, but in the moment, they thought it was your fault. Yeah, it's like not even my fault. It is, it is, because it's, it's still considered myself my fault because I'm in a situation and maybe they got dragged in. So, or like you know, you get me? Like, it's, I can't say. It's just, it's just. I was sad to see that. Um, it's like not choosing a side, but they, they. That's not even sad, man. It's truth of the matter of fact. I can't. It's like I can't explain it. I, I can't. It's like. I know what I want to say too, but I just literally can't, I can't, I can't, I can't say it. No, I get it. So I get it. I get it. I get it. But, but So, you know, all right, all right. No, 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 it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Right. So at this point though, right. A year and a half ago, right. Before COVID hits everything. Right. Um, had you still been working on tech at all? No. Okay. So you stepped away from that. All right now you're 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 all the way in on music. Oh man, I'm crazy. I had a, I had a food truck in LA. Wait a minute, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that that was like a, that was a different experience. But yeah, I had a food truck in DC. I had a food truck in LA. Um, Were you cooking on it? No, you outsourced it. Yeah, I was on the truck sometimes when it needed to be, but. Yeah, that that was a different experience on its own. There's, I'm telling you, there's just a lot. Now I'm just happy because I know what I like doing, and I know I'm gonna like. I know like it's not even about. I'm gonna put myself in that pedestal because I know I'm gonna reach a certain horizon off off my work. Like, and how do you know? Huh? How do you know? Consistency. We already talked about it before the show. That's that word. Persistence, being persistent, and consistency will take you nearly anywhere even there, there could be some blocking points you know if if it's like generation to end or if you know a leg, a legacy name comes in then you can obviously jump over a lot of things and just go in you know if you have that name you know if you have that brand but uh me i don't i have myself but it's like i know how i maneuver i can see i can see my milestones i can see how i'm moving um i'm doing certain things that i know i know producers aren't doing i know certain things that I know ARs aren't doing. I, I see. I see. I see things differently, man. Like why? Because um, I just. I, you, you do like you say when you're when you're in a certain environment. You, after studying it, it's it's like how how do you move? How do you move? How do you move in it? Like and from there is like how do you move more efficient? Because think about it like this: in any business you're going to, you can make. Because I, I did even a waterline, bro. Like I did waterline, and I did that as a test trial. So. It's like this. There could be businesses that you make 2K in a month, right? And you see the amount of work that you're doing for that 2K, you know, and that effort for that 2K a month. Also, you're doing another another type of job or um, 
another type of service or whatever. And now you're making 15K a month and you see the efficiency from that. You're like, yo, it makes sense to do this because I could still do this even if I'm making, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just, it's, it's a way of moving. So yeah. Yeah. So thing is though, right? Cause you, you keep on doing uh, this, that, this, that, this, that. What is, what do you think is your, like your, uh, your calling, right? Cause uh, you like to diversify. I yeah, get that. Right. I see myself like, it's like this, man, I'm human. A lot of people, of course, they'll be like, you're bleeding yourself out. Not me, but like, a human will be bleeding yourself off the test trial, right? Of course. But for me, I see it as a test trial, but now I have the blueprints to the side. So when I do, if I do want to go back into it, I can, you know, and it's there. It's not even like, like now I know how it moves more efficiently. Like even with the food trucks, I know I, I know how to get it uh, where it would be working for lunches and dinners. And then I have the catering gigs. I mean, like I know how I would move now instead of going into the business and learning and, you know what I'm saying? So for me, it's kind of crazy, but I, the learning curve is what, what blesses me the most because I enjoy it. It's like, I already know I'm the weak link, but like, I'm going to, I'm going to understand it's just over time. I'm not, I'm not really worried. Yeah. I so, mean, I think anything uh, over time, but what about, you know, for me, I guess some of the big, biggest success, cause I, I don't know, I used to do a lot of fucking different things, right? Like a lot, I was spreading myself way too thin and it was I don't know. I just never found the success that I was trying to look for and whatever I was doing. Right. And then um, I started focusing on just a few things. Right. And told myself, Brock, I'm only going to do this. I'm only going to, you know, do the hair. I'm only going to do the podcast. I'm only going to do that. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less, but those three things. When I told myself that, right. And I stuck with it instead of trying to do 15 things, I started seeing wins and wins. And then and once you start seeing wins, you grab onto that. And then you're like, okay, I want to get the net. And then you grab onto that. And then it's just yeah. like climbing up that motherfucking mountain, you know? Yeah. So but for, for me, well, for you, what is that? I mean, cause there are people that can do fucking 50 million things. That's not me. I can do three yeah, things and three things that. really well. I mean that too. I'll, I'll go back. I'll go back to the things that I like doing, you know, but I'm still, it's like, there's a lot in me that I still got to figure out. Like I want, you're 27 dog. You're good. Yeah. So, it's like, I like, I like, I like making, I like making beats. I like making music, man. I just, I just, I like, I like, that's what I, that's what I love doing, man. And, um, I don't care what, what anything around me feels. Cause that's how I feel. Like, this is like one thing that I feel good in and I'm, I'm here to do the work for it and I am doing the work for it. So it's, it's a, it's a beautiful feeling. Like imagine before I was in the air, like I was jumping into other people's visions, man. Like straight up, it doesn't matter how you see it. Anywhere from corporate, anywhere from artist, anywhere from any, any I was jumping into other people's vision. Yeah. Um, even, even the first food, even the food, first food truck I got into, it wasn't my vision. That was uh, my boy's vision. So I jumped into it to sit like, so this is the first time in my life where I'm like, this is for me. Like even when I was in college, I want to do nutrition, but I didn't get to do it. I did computer science. That was my mom's vision yeah. for me, you know? Yes. So I'm telling you, 2020 was the first time where it was like, it was like freelance, but 2021 is the first time, like literally coming into January, I told myself it has to make sense for me and I'm doing this for me. Like literally yeah. like if I don't want to do it, I'm not going to do it, man. Just, just, just keep doing what makes sense for you. Just keep doing it. Just keep doing it. Yes. So um, that's where I'm at, man. Dude, that's it, man. That's it, right? It's like 
Sometimes we just have to turn off all the fucking noise, close our eyes and go, what makes sense? And we have to continue to push through because a lot of times when you're going through it, you're, you're, you're going to go up against a wall and it's going to be a lot easier to just fucking give up instead of throwing up that, you know, throwing up the rope and climbing up it and going through it. Right. And seeing yourself go over and then continue charging forward. But if we continue to take the easy way out, you're never going to find any success, right? Unless you, unless you're lucky. Sometimes people win the lottery. I fucking get that. Right. But that's just luck, man. That's, that is literally luck. There is a difference, right? Then there's a difference from being lucky compared to being dedicated, motivated. And obviously there are, there's a little bit of luck thrown in there. Right. But But to be honest, huge difference. It's like this. If you wanted to make money, Let's say that's that's your goal to make money. You know, there's certain people that are going towards a vision that's like bigger than them. Like for me, I, I'm working with hundreds of artists, hundreds of artists. Not, and I'm tr- I'm I'm gonna keep going thin, thin until I build as many connections as I can. That's that's the point. I'm trying to work as, with as many artists. Everyone, there's a lot of talent around the world, and they should be shown, right? Yes. And I want to work with them. Good. Nice. Good. Simple. That's it. So. Um, that's 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 my goal, and I know for sure. Like, if I'm working with all these artists, when it's time to open up for tours and stuff, I'm still one human, so I can only jump on one one tour. When that happens, I have producers that I know. I'd be like, "Yo, connect the dots. You should, you can go there. You can work. That, go on tour. Go on. It's bigger than me, man. It's way bigger than me. So that's just one aspect. But I'm just saying, like, man, I just I, I like being a facilitator. That's one for sure. But I already know that's that's what I'm dominant in. But what I what I like what I like doing is is just making music. Yeah. I mean, like, like you said, man, it's like what you enjoy doing, what you enjoy doing is making music. And you've said that a whole bunch of times. Right. And so it's like, that's, that's facts. That's what you love doing. Is it easy for you to just throw the tech out the window and say, I'm not going to do it ever again? No, it's not. Come on, bro. It's like, uh, I have that as a strong plan B like this. That's, that's great. It's a very strong plan B, right? So, okay. What's the, what's the, what's the worst to have? I go, I go, I go fully broke all the way through. I go back to my mom's crib and make, and make six figures or I go fully broke. I, I stay here. I get a job and make six figures. Right. It doesn't mean I stop producing. It's just now I got to look for a livelihood. That's the worst. Come on, man. Like that's that. Come on. So that's why I get why people see me in a different, that's cool. I, I made myself like that. And that's why I see myself as the only seed left. I have to, for the legacy, you know what I'm saying? But I worked for this. Like I, I put myself in position to do this. Do, point, pe- do people blank. think you're crazy? Oh yeah. Come on, man. Always. Like you had this, you had this job, like you're fucking doing great, fucking killing it. And then all of a sudden come wow. to LA and start doing all these other things. What hurts me the most, what hurts me the most is when people try to advise me about my life. Like let's not even, not to be rude. It's like, man, they're like, oh man, like how's, how's music going? Right. I'm like, in my head first thing, I'm like, yo, you could be part of the, you know, the journey. If you just, you know, just give it a chance, you know? Cool though. They're like, man, it's crazy that you left tech, man. Have you ever thought about going back? Like you should go back. You were doing good. Like, you know. I want you to do well. I want to, you know, I want you to do the best, your best. I'm like, I'm like, man, how can you advise me on something if you haven't even given me a chance on this aspect? Yep. And then on top of that, you haven't even been in this aspect to to, to even give advice for both aspects. You going yeah. into this position and you being a creative. So, 
But the thing about me is, I look at them. I'm like, oh, you're right, man. I, I should I should look into it. <laughs> you're funny, man. No, it's crazy because it's like, like, dude, you're 27, man. You're fucking 27. Like, like, like. Go for broke at this, man. Fucking give it all your fucking got because life is finite. There's going to come a time and a point when you look in the mirror and you're fucking old and you're gray and you got wrinkles and your balls are sagging. Like, dude, shit's going to be fucking, you know, coming out of every orifice of your body. But you got your brain, right? You got your fucking brain. And you don't want to look back and go, fuck, man. I just gave in because of what everyone else said. No, I gave it my fucking all. Maybe it worked. Maybe it didn't work. But that is so important. And so many people just throw the fucking towel in. Yeah. And it's just like, no, you, you're 27. You're still young. You're still young. Yeah. It's like live your fucking life. Give it your all. And a lot of times when people stay consistent, right, they're going to find success. It's the people that give up, right? right? And, and success is not overnight, man. Success is not overnight. Dude, I'm doing this fucking podcast. It's been over a year, right? The guests have been getting better. The the experience has been getting better. But it's fucking costing me a fuck ton of money. And I don't do ads right now because I'm not going to take shitty ass ads uh, for companies that I don't give a shit about, right? And then start spitting that off to the people that are listening to this just because I want to make a buck. No, but I'm doing it because I, I thoroughly enjoy it. And I give it all my extra time that I have, right? And I want to look back at my life, even if this didn't work out right. I said, Brock, you fucking did it. You gave it your all. You met some cool ass people. You created some amazing memories. And at least you tried. Yeah. And that's so important. That's so fucking important. So shout out to you, dog, because like, fuck all the other noise. Fuck the, like, fuck that. But now I know it doesn't even matter. Like, it's like, it's one of those things. You like me, you don't like me. It's fine. This is a huge world. A lot of people are, a lot of people are gonna love me, man. And people are loving me. And they're giving me love. So I'm fine. Question so, is, do you love yourself? Yeah, now I do. Right? It feels different. But there's still aspects I need to work on. Like if you truly love yourself, you will cut out certain habits and you try to practice like me, I need to practice myself more in that health habit. Cause that's still true truly loving yourself. Cause like now I have my brain, like I'm good. Like, like I ha- haven't been sad in a while. Like, I guess that's a good thing. I don't know. Of but course. I mean, dude, it's, yeah, I'm just you know. waking up, making music. I'm I'm doing what I love doing. Like it's, it's okay to be sad though. Right. Yeah, like dude, yesterday I had a fucking meltdown. I had a meltdown on my wife. Like I talk about all the time. I'm fucking, you know, I'm manic bipolar, but it's a, it's a strength for me. I take it as a fucking strength. And I understand when, you know, sometimes I'm going to be sad and sometimes I'm like, why the fuck am I even sad? But I'm still sad. But it's like it's only temporary, right? So, you know, we 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 all go through it. But it is okay to be sad. It is okay to be upset. But it's not okay to allow that shit to just drag you and drag you and drag you down. That's true. You know. But the thing is, I always tell people, yeah, feel your feel your emotion because that's your experience. Yeah, like feel your emotion because that's your experience. But. Um. Yeah. That's that's my that's something I had to work on, like getting dragged by by it, because that never had to happen. Like there's certain things you could just be like, Nah, man, not today, bro. Like you don't you don't got to, man. It's a lot easier said than done. Yeah, man, though. that's the crazy thing, man. It's yeah, it's easier said than done. But now since I went through like, whew, I went through like I went I went through a lot. So whoever's watching this, <laughs> they know in LA. At least you guys know I went through a lot in LA. But now I'm I'm like I'm I'm happy. 
Like, I'm good. Yeah, you know, I, for me, the biggest thing, um, two biggest things personally for me, you know, uh, you know, over the past couple of years, because the past year has been really hard for a lot of people, man. It's been, it's been, it's a whole uh, new world, right? It's, it's uh, with COVID and the pandemic, it's, it's changed a lot. A lot of people lost their jobs. A lot of people are hurt. Um, a lot of people have done well too, you know, but it's just been um, a lot, a lot of death. It's just been a fucking strange year, right? And it, it does feel like we're finally getting not, not out of it. Right. But we're, we're getting to a point where, you know, maybe in a year from now, uh, this could hopefully be, you know, uh, in, in the past and yeah. behind us. Right. Um, but I, I can only say for me, my, my, my biggest thing is I have a strong, amazing therapist, uh, and he has allowed me to really pinpoint and realize, uh, some of the feelings that, that, I've been going through and the emotions and all the bullshit in my life and, and really work through it. I remember the first few months of going to therapy. This was like two years ago. Um, bro, for the first three or four months, I was so depressed. I was so sad. I was crying all the fucking time. And that's because I was facing everything that I'd gone through in my life everything I'd gone through in my life. And it was really hard because I've put it in a box and I've just buried it deeper and deeper and deeper. And what happens is if we don't face those things head on, they're going to come up in really weird and random times throughout our life and can, and really bring us down. And like finding, you know, Brandon, uh, he's just really taught me how to face these things head on. Right. And, and realize, you know, why this is happening um, and then how to move, how to move forward from it. Um, but it, it was really hard in the beginning. But now, you know, you know, two years in uh, my whole life is fucking different, even with the pandemic and everything like that, um, you know, t- times were hard, but I was able to face things a lot easier. Uh, and, and so I. I don't know. I talk about this on the podcast all the time, and I'm sorry if you hear me say it again and again. I think every human being on the face of the planet can use a good therapist. The thing is, is that a lot, and I I hate saying this because I hate generalizing, but there are a lot of shitty therapists out there, a lot of shitty therapists out there, uh, and it can make the world of a difference. It can make the world of a difference. Uh, and, and a lot of people tend to give up, right? Because they go to a therapist, it's not a good experience and they give up. Right. Um, so if you're listening and you are a therapist, like, and you're a good one, fucking shout out to you. Right. And I mean, it's, it's just so, so important. So, you know, that was like the biggest thing. And then this podcast, right? This podcast was the second biggest thing that's really helped me over the past couple of years because, uh, or the past year, because, you know, we don't realize sometimes we think our lives suck or they're hard or they're this or that and the other. And then you start to listen to other people's experiences Yeah, and you're like, what the fuck? Like, why am I tripping? Why am I fucking, why am I like this? Yeah. Like I, I, I've, I've had Russ, uh, Russ on wheels, who is an amazing, one of the most amazing human beings on the face of the planet. Um, and, and he is paralyzed literally from the neck down. And you would think, at least I would think if I was in that situation, I'd want to die. I'd want to give up. I'd be like, what the fuck is the point? Right. And this man, this, this amazing human being 
is one of the happiest, most content, uh, appreciative people on the face of the fucking planet. He is an inspiration like no other. And another one is Brandon Mao and his situation is different, but still it's like these two individuals, they are just so appreciative of life and, and everything that, and that they have. And it's like, on my, some of my hardest days, I'm like, dude, if, if Russ can wake up with a smile on his fucking face, what the fuck am I tripping on? Like, what the fuck am I tripping on? I can move my hands. I can move my feet. I can move my, like, what the fuck am I tripping on? So it's like, I don't know. It, it, so, so it's like those two things have really helped me out a lot. Um, for you, right? Going through this experience, what are some of the things that you have taken over the past year that has helped you out? Uh, and, and you know, maybe not so much, like, I guess both sides. Um, this past year? Yeah. Um, dang, uh, there's a lot that I learned last year. First thing is, well, in LA, I understood that there's a lot of people that are running towards their purpose, right? There's a lot of people that fly out here to do a purpose, right? So they don't really have time to, to, to have a relationship or have a friendship or have any of that, like, like joint venture like like they don't have time to just chill because they're all running towards a purpose so you have to really realize that that says a lot itself so they're sacrificing a lot to come here and do something you know so them being your friend it's like it can be truly temporary just because they're going towards something and you are too you know so it can just be a strong brush off for each other um and that could be uh, still could be a beautiful thing because you see you get to see each other rise you know um, but for me, I just learned not to give home homebound love here, um, or extreme homebound love here because everything seems so temporary. Yeah. You know, a lot of people say that, right? A lot of people say that, you know, LA, everyone's, um, you know, narcissistic and only in it for themselves. And, you know, it's kind of something I've appreciated not living in like the, the, the heart of LA. I still live in Santa Clarita, which is like, you know, still got this small town vibe uh, where it's like people think differently. And so hearing you say that, it's like, fuck man. Yeah. I've heard this countless times. It's like, yeah. it just seems so cutthroat. Um, it's not cut. It's not cutthroat. Okay. What is it? It's more like you could still be used as in the brush off. You get me? So like everyone's still running to a purpose. So if someone is dying out and they see something that's going, they can try to attach towards that to go up. So you then that can allow you to bleed out, you know? So it's like a lot, it's a lot, man. I just learned a lot. This, in LA, just work upon yourself and whoever you brush with, like, like along your way, you just appreciate them. And if it's temporary, it's temporary. If it's long-term, it's long-term, but just keep focus on your, on your, like on your path, you know? On yourself. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we can't lose focus on ourselves, right? We, we have to, right? It's when we start caring and thinking about everyone else, you, you, you lose grasp on your own life. And it's not about being selfish, right? It's not being selfish. It's, I mean, you can be selfish, of course. Yeah, yeah, but yeah you should be selfish. In certain points, yeah, you should. You, you definitely should. What's 2021 going to be like for you? Um, I don't know, man. Right now, I'm developing a tape. It's going to be like 16 tracks. 
It's going to be like 30 artists. Jesus. They're all fire. Jesus. They're dope. Um, I've got some records back. I was just like, dang. Like, and they work fast. Uh, Do so, you build the beat and then send it to them? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So it's like, you know how DJ Khaled, he releases a tape. Of course. I'm going to be doing the same thing, but it's going to be. Be the best. Yeah, it's going to be. Same thing, international scale though. I'm gonna be like pairing artists uh, internationally. So there'll be like, there's a record with um, an artist from UK, an artist from Belgium, and another one from France. All on the same track. Same track. And then nice. the the person who built the beat is me, me and an artist from Belgium. So it's like, how know? does that work out? Like building the beat like with two different people and two. So different someone, artists. someone can, someone can. They just need to build something upon the beat. So it can be. One person builds the melodies and another person does the drums, ah. you know? So, you know, it could just, people send out loops and sample packs. So for you to work on and then you, you deal with splits after, you know? Once that makes sense. This. So, yeah, that's what I'm doing. So how does that, how do they, um, how does that individual get credit for that track? If there's multiple people, like, I've always thought about that, right? You got, fuck it's, it. It's on credits. Like, there's credits. That's it. Yeah, there's credits and then there's splits. So I tell everyone, like if they don't have an account, then they have an account. So it opens their mind again to do business. So um, yeah, everyone receives splits. That's fair. And then keep moving. Um, but it's like, it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing because it's, it's, it's everywhere. Like this, the, the, name, the name of the tape is going to be called Frequencies. Okay. It's, 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 it's crazy, man. What, what what do you what's the kind of uh like like it's the feel the feel though <laughs> it's every it's everywhere <laughs> it's everywhere the thing is i'm still in the process so more than more than 16 records are getting cut it's like there's there's 40 40 40 50 records are getting cut there's a lot of artists you know so then for the first volume i'm doing they're gonna be volume tapes so for the first volume there'll be 16 records so starting from there when will you drop a single I'm gonna drop a single from that tape. It might be like two, three weeks from now. Jeez, you excited? Yeah, I'm excited. It's gonna be, it's gonna be interesting. It's like I'm doing what I wanted to do. It's crazy because I was talking about this to a brother of mine named Razak. We were in, we were in Estonia. We're in the Baltic region. We were in Estonia, and we're at like our boy Louis' crib. And I was telling him like, bro, man. I know what I want to do. This is in 2019. I was like, yo, I really want to make like tapes that connect like talented individuals with each other that they, they wouldn't even think of, you know? Yeah. And like throughout the tape, they can, you know, observe and be like, yo man, you know, you know, just, just connect certain pieces together. Of course. So, um, it's crazy that's happening. I, it's like, I put, it's like, you know, you have, you manifest certain things. It doesn't mean, you know, you put it to the cut. It doesn't mean that it's, it's gone. It's just, it's going to come back. Of course. You just got to be prepared for it. And this time I'm actually prepared for it. Cause back then I was, I was going to executive, you know what I'm saying? But now I'm building the beat as well. So it's different. So I needed the time. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and, and, and that's cool because this is like, this is yours. This is your baby. How many people have actually ever done that? Like people all over the fucking world. I mean, Khaled's done his yeah. shit, but it's like a lot of, I think, mostly American artists, right? So it's gonna be, it's gonna be dope, man. It's the first volume. It's gonna be you're gonna see. It's gonna, there's gonna be heavy growth. Yeah, I mean, you've already seen some heavy growth. That is for sure online. So uh, this next chapter of your life is definitely gonna be uh, that next level. Yeah. Right? Um, are you scared? Nervous? Excited? <laughs> it's like this, man. Um, 
I want it's like I value the time that I have with myself now. Yeah. But when things open up, I'm I'm gonna like I'm slowly moving into studios and doing sessions. But when stuff open up, I'm just gonna be moving. Like yeah. So you're just recording it all from obviously home right now. No, I I, I do the production from home. I do production in the studios. Like, yeah. Last night I was with an artist named Viva Swan, talented Indian singer. He's gonna be on the tape as well. So <sighs> so it's like you get me. It's, it's, yeah. So it's it's dope. That's fucking dope, dude. And it's 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 hip hop, R and B. What the fuck is it? It's, it's all. It's, it's frequencies. All. I like that, man. So it's just yeah. gonna be fucking shit all over the world, yeah, kind of uh, so jumbled. Certain people are gonna vibe with certain records, you of know? course. And so you pair the individuals to work on. Like, I, I can see these two people, or how's that work out? Yeah, I, I do that with I do that with certain records, like the uh, the French record. That's that's when I did it. Like the the artist from UK, uh, the artist from Belgium, the artist from uh, France. All three of them. They're, they're artists that that can speak French. I'm not gonna say French artists. You get me? Because I'm not gonna box them. Yeah. But they're artists that speak French. So they they did a French and English record together. So fuck yeah. And they're they're there like they're they're, they're all in we're all in different sides of the world so it's like it's it's crazy. How do you find these people? Um, just the internet. Um, yeah, it could be yes, the internet. It's like you value certain frequencies, man. You're just drawn to it. Yeah, you're just like wow, like, and then if the chance is there, you could work with them. Amazing! Isn't that so fucking cool that we have this ability now to? Uh, work with individuals like yeah you can work with individuals through zoom now yeah. you literally do studio sessions through zoom it's, it's, it's nuts it doesn't even make sense anymore uh yeah you're so right because you guys could both be on zoom right and yeah. they could just be recording on their shit and yeah. you could be you're both using yeah you're both using the same tool. damn dude that's so crazy i never thought yeah, about screen that share it. screen share the same screen so these holy shit so man. it's yeah man it's uh, it's a different it's literally it's a digital age yeah that's why i remember you were talking about oh uh ethereum you know ethereum yeah ethereum it was dry. Um, I got it, I got it. So, uh, there's things called NFTs. I don't know if you look yeah, into it. Yeah, non fungible tokens. Yeah, yeah I'm yes. huge into cryptocurrency and blockchain. I have been for since 2016. Oh, snap. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good for you. Man. I was actually gonna, um, uh, I was I was thinking about leaving the hair space one time and uh, getting to the blockchain space. I was I was taking a lot of like just online course things like that, right? Because I've I always wanted to get Find into it. the tech world and, um, but. I never ended up making the leap, but I'm, I'm totally fine, right? But uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. NFTs, uh, 100%. Yeah, but there's things where producers can do certain things on NFTs, like sell sell digital coins. And yeah. It could be, it could be, it could be, uh, um, it can be reused. That's the thing. It's like, literally, you can put beats on there and then it can be leased out through there and then you get paid through crypto. It's crazy. Isn't that crazy, right? I don't even like, I don't, I don't you can sell exclusives for 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 coins now like yeah ethereum, ethereum. i just it doesn't it doesn't it, it's just like it doesn't make sense right and it's wild because right now it's very open like yeah. it's it's fairly new people are catching on now 100 percent. yeah but I, i'm not dude this I'm, space right here right you know like we look at bitcoin at like 50k right now we look at ethereum right and like just even the price valuation right does seem like a lot to some people right uh but we're going to see over the next decade this shit just take off like fucking wildfire uh, and open up opportunities for people to work together on the internet. Uh, see, my voice is all fucked up too, right? Internet. Uh, internet, uh, as if they were in the real world, right? Like, 
you know, we've never been able to really do that, right? It's like you, 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 you send an email and that shit can be printed fucking 50 million times. But now with NFTs, like it just changes the game, right? Yeah. You can do, you know, digital artworks, you could do songs, yeah. you could do homes, you could do whatever the fuck you want. Um, and it's as if I'm just handing it to you in the real world. Yeah. And then with smart contracts and all that shit, right? It's just, you know, uh, you you know, know the NBA, you saw what they're doing. Yeah. They're doing virtual cards. They're exactly. And virtual clips, I mean. They're, yeah. They're, they're smart, man. You just purchase clips and they're yours now. Well, dude, you got to fucking crazy. You got to figure, right? In the next 10, 20 years, these paintings on my wall, fucking screens are going to be so thin and so fucking cheap that we'll have digital fucking obey paintings or digital whatever. Right. Yes, and it'll be right on the wall on your fucking wall. Right. I can do a wallpaper. That's all just screen and change whatever the hell I want. And so you buy this badass fucking art piece and you know, you can do whatever the hell you want. So it's just like, uh, you know, the technology is just, it's, it's growing at such a massive rate and it's just so cool to see everything that is happening. Um, and there's good and bad and everything, you know, it's like social media has been, you know, good in one aspect and fucking terrible in another aspect. Right. But, um, I think any emerging technology, as time goes on, things start to level out. It's like you look at Bitcoin. Uh, it, it is very volatile. It's up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. But as the price gets higher and higher, right, and the supply gets taken more and more and more, that volatility is going to be less, way less. You got to figure a million dollar Bitcoin, the volatility is not going to be swinging 15% in a day. No. So it's just, uh, it, it's, 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 the beginning of everything, right? Um, you know, as we start to wrap this up, man, okay? You look back at your life, right? What are some of the biggest things that you have taken to become the man you are today? <sighs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> I took a good amount of L's, man. I like that. I sacrificed myself when I shouldn't have a good amount of times, but those lessons taught me. Um, it's always good to help another person, you know, but there's also a stage in your life where you realize time is frequency. I mean, time is the currency. So you don't, you don't want to mess up with your own currency now. It's just, no. So, yeah, I like that though. Right. Um, the L's, your losses, right. You know, it's like, you talk to any billionaire, talk to Elon Musk. He talks about all the time. It's like some of his the biggest things that he's learned from, from his failures. Yeah. Right. And it's like, it humbles and, you, but you still learn. Yeah. Dude, you do. You, you 110% do. And it's in the moment. It sucks. Right. It's, you know, it's saying hindsight's 2020. Well, it's true. Right. It's in the moment losing whatever, right. Whatever the hell it is. Um, it sucks, but, as time goes on, you start to grow and you start to learn from it. And it allows you to become the person you are today. And you're still young, man. You got a lot of life to live, you know? So that being said, as we wrap this fucking shit up, man, I really appreciate you coming on. I appreciate you coming on, you know, bullshit with me for the past couple hours, share your story, drop some good stuff. Uh, people listening, where the heck can they find you? Where can they find your shit? Find it, A-N-W-E-E-Z-Y, and Weezy, on all platforms. Stream the music, follow me on Instagram. Yeah, just show some love. All right. All right, all right, all right. Thank you so much for coming on, bro. Yeah, same. Anything else? Anything else? Um, Anything else? Stay real with yourself. This world is moves too fast, so 
even if you float, that doesn't mean it's bad, but still, you know, be real with yourself, man. Try to stay grounded. Facts, dog. Facts. Light this joint up. Get the fuck out of here. Mazel tov. Peace out. Thanks, dog. Wowzers, thank you so much for listening to Back to Your Story. And I want to thank Omweezy for coming on to share his awesome, awesome story. Uh, I really hope that you guys are enjoying these podcasts as much as I do. I love recording the outro as well, as well, as well. Um, But remember, definitely uh, head over to our YouTube channel if you want to watch these. That's youtube.com backslash back to your story. And like I said in the beginning of the podcast, I'll send you guys some pretty cool stuff. You guys will get episodes before anyone else and really cool content. So shoot me a text message, 661-276-8043. Once again, that's 661-276-8043. And don't forget to like, subscribe, share with a friend, family member, or a foe. Until next week, have a good night, people. Mazel tov.